0: Was, and it was like uh, welcome like, you know, welcome
1: everyone w- w- yeah <laughs> this is how every one of these starts we're already in the middle of a conversation and we jump in <laughs> what's up everyone welcome to the dj life podcast i believe everyone can hear uh john i did not double check that but it's the same setup as last time so uh john how's it going welcome dj whoopig well. what's, what's happening,
2: what's yeah. happening? One,
1: you- one's in the chat if you can hear John.
2: One's in the chat, and I'm going to pull it up on my end, too.
1: Uh, I need to do that. Do what? I'm sorry I wasn't listening. Pull it up so
2: I can watch it live. Make sure we got all the uh, comments and
1: stuff. Yeah, I'm just making sure I can hear you on here.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Good, we can hear you. Okay, we're good. That's all I wanted to check and make sure that we're good. It's the beauty Uh, of a live show. Cool. Cool, cool. We got Eric Mazingale in the chat. What up, Eric? Yo.
0: (laughs) shout out to Eric Mazingale in the chat. Ones, if you like Eric Massingale in the chat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, to start off, we're here on a Thursday instead of Tuesday because my man over here just had a little baby boy.
0: Yeah, babies all Congratulations, around. Congratulations, man. That's fucking major. I'm, uh, I'm I am happy to, to be you. a officially daddy now. What up, Terrence? Terrence is always in here. Terrence what up? is my boy.
1: I couldn't... It, it's amazing the how quickly your life changed honestly just looking from an outside perspective <laughs>
0: uh, yeah uh,
1: yep yeah just Engage wife you start baby
2: figuring out childcare and the uh, sick baby got to appointments i will say however uh having a kid is the greatest thing ever but being uh being self employed and having a kid is a fucking game changer oh you don't want to go to daycare today fuck it let's stay at the house you know yeah i always go to the doctor or whatever you've got you've got access to do whatever you want huge
0: benefit because she doesn't work and i oh right now she doesn't work you know for a long time and then i cannot work if i want you know so right
1: now i'm not working Um,
0: so we're just chilling we're like full time just playing with our new fucking baby
1: We, we were legit talking about that when he was saying like people were like you're not gonna sleep and everything i'm like well but other people do have like full-time jobs. And if they both have a full-time job, then it's probably pretty difficult. Right.
0: Yeah. I don't oh, give yeah. a shit if I don't sleep. It's good. I'll sleep
1: tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, John, what all is uh, going down your way? How's, how's 2021 treated you? And how's uh, life going? I haven't really checked in with you personally in a while.
2: It's, uh, overwhelming. Uh, That's, personally, I feel that way too. uh, there's a lot of shit going on. Um, business is good we're we're set to have a record year which is dope last year was a record year which is awesome um doing a lot of a lot more production stuff uh it's finally starting to like take hold where people are calling us for production stuff exclusively some of the shit you guys do is like what the fuck it's it's cool it's cool things are good um you know life is busy but um like we were saying on the pre-chat you know i just say yes and figure it out and i'm learning on the job every Uh day whether it's fucking being a husband or parent or business owner i'm learning on the job and and that's okay
1: and you're loving Uh, every minute of it
2: loving every you know there's uh there's some moments uh because again being an entrepreneur is great but at the same time you go through shit that nobody else understands um they think like they think you're just a, a DJ or a concert guy or, or whatever. But, um, you know, if you don't have a nine to, nine to five, people just don't understand that, uh, that yeah, we have a weird schedule, but we're, there's always something going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's great, man. I can't complain. I can't complain. Uh, you could. I, you I'm could if you happy want. to wake up <laughs> and, and do what the fuck I want to do every day, and it's awesome. Sorry. Or, can we cuss on here? Or yes, we can cuss. We cuss on here all okay, the time. Okay, sorry, sorry, my bad.
1: You just had to make it through the first one minute without cussing. <laughs>
2: I don't know sorry. if I
1: did. That. I no, I don't even know. I, I've always heard that on YouTube, like the first, as long as you don't cuss in the first two minutes or whatever, then it doesn't trip the algorithm or something like that. But yeah, who I've cares? I've the same
2: thing. I who don't cares? know if that's bullshit or
1: not, but that, I call that's bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> um, so, how, how are things, y'all's
2: way? Everything good?
3: Yeah, you you you. you, 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 you.
0: <laughs> so some so Terence just made a fucking joke in the chat. So what I'll bring you say? up the I'll bring that. Up. All right. So he said want a contract today because I picked up the phone. So I posted in a DJ forum. Okay. About so I got a call service now. Um, I took my old cell phone number, which is when I started Dowick Events. I just rolled with my cell phone number for the company number. I didn't know yep. better. Um, it got out of hand obviously, and people now my cell phone is ruined so I -hmm. I kept the number I got a new cell phone number for myself and then I transferred that number to a call service so now I have some lady whatever answering the phone and now we'll get cold like not what is it like a lead will call that has never filled out our contact form we never talked to him nothing like that they Mm -hmm. just found us on the internet in some way And they, like, Googled the phone number. Because we definitely don't tell people to call us. You know what I mean? Like, fill out the online form. And I was bitching on the DJ form. I was like, I fucking hate it when we get these calls. Because it always is, like, some... Fucking tire kicker, you know. It's always hey, Shani.
1: My daughter's getting married. Do you do do DJ stuff?
0: It's some bullshit. How much is that again? Yeah, and they don't know your prices. So the second (laughs) you drop a number higher than four dollars, crap, yeah, they're like, (laughs) you know, and they're like, how much you charge for DJ? And it's like, oh my god,
3: I don't even, I I don't even feel like calling them back,
0: (laughs) you know, because I just get a text message or an email immediately, and it's like, Joe Schmo. You know, event date is this, uh, looking for DJ prices, or something like that. Um, now,
2: are you doing offshore call center? Is this somebody overseas? No,
0: no. Um, it's, no, it's not. It's here. Okay. Is it for that, yeah. like,
1: Angie service or whatever? I'd have to look up the name it's, of it. I feel it's like
0: it's, like it's a called popular. Great Lakes something. I don't, know. I don't know. It was, on, it's only $90 a month. It's fucking That's absurd. Cheap. I know. And it's not, it's not, uh, you know, uh, like an Arabic or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's an English. Yeah, it's speaking. like a, a English is their first language, white lady of some sort or something. I don't know. Yeah. I never called it, but... Um, huh. And, and whatever, either way. But, you know, it's like weird when you get like a foreign... You can tell they don't speak English as their first language. Yeah, yeah trust um, me about it. Either way, so I was bitching in the foreign... And of course... All the DJs, the fucking Stone Pick Age, up the phone. Do, up the yeah, phone. they were like, Sonny, you, I, I've been bugging gigs for 20 Fuck damn years. Phone. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Fuck dude, I, I I get it, but, like, you're wrong. Like, like I don't know. How do I say this? Well, Fuck you. Well, yeah, <laughs> like, I, I don't like, disagree with you a bit. I, uh, I, I'm, to be honest,
2: my, my phone, like... The whole don't call me bullshit on YouTube started out as a joke. <laughs> uh, but Love it. I forgot about it. My, <laughs> my phone genuinely, when it rings, it almost makes me anxious. Uh-huh. Oh, I, because yeah. Because it's not that I don't want to talk to the person on the other end, but I, I know that most, most of the time, if it's not a spam call, most of the time when somebody calls me, it's always like just the, the – it's it's shit that I shouldn't be answering the phone for. Uh-huh. Ex- it's private, wasting your time. It's 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 generally wasted time. And now as a husband, dad, and business owner, time is the
1: that's uh-huh. something right.
2: I have none of. Uh and even like that twenty seconds of somebody asking me. Well, it interrupts you know, what's your flow. It you know. interrupts the flow. And oh, I oh yeah.
1: You, I, do, you, yes. do you remember your voicemail? L? I, I copied it. It, where it basically says, hey, I'm not available. If you could, please text or email me because my time's important.
0: I don't remember, but I but believe no, it. But no, my
1: my actual voicemail is literally, hey, this is Rick. I haven't got to the phone right now because I'm probably pretty busy right now. If you could, just shoot me a text or an email at um, I would appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, like
0: anything <laughs> else? Just anything else. And, you know, there... Uh, I don't... It's just a fucking waste of time. You know, and for the fact that they're going to override the actual instruction, because we're very clear, like, fill out this contact form, and the information that you seek, you will get immediately. Period. Mm -hmm. You know, click this button for pricing. Done. It's a call to action. It doesn't say go Google my shit and do what you think is correct because that's Wait, not what no, is
2: correct. Follow instructions. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're probably
1: it, used to how many DJs do the background where we're not going to give you pricing until you schedule a consultation and yeah. sit down with us. And, and
0: Who
2: does that?
1: Of, I, I people, did it for a little a while. A lot
2: of people do that, but either way... You wouldn't give
1: pricing at all until...
2: They, and if they, they asked, the if they <laughs>
1: asked, if they asked, yes, but nine How times How is that out.
0: not the first question always? I feel like that is always in the opening email. Uh,
1: it Not if there isn't an opening email. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> they just inquiry and they just... I've had people out of the... Because I have Calendly up on the website. that just schedule a phone call. Like, I don't send... Them, Pricing ahead time. So it, so this, I forget. this
0: DJ thread, right? All the comments from the dudes were like, you know,
1: you're, are you bitching about this, blah blah blah?
0: And they were like, I have a closing rate of ninety percent when I get someone on the phone. And I was like, hold up, that is not the same. First off, we <laughs> we end up on the phone with people. Like we schedule a phone call on and our talking, time. Yeah, and you're talking mm. to a salesperson and they're pre screened. Yes, yeah, and and. We and and uh, those calls, yeah, we bu- we book them all the time, mm-hmm. and we want to talk to you on the phone. However, not this random fucking, you know. How much? I, I, you're lying. I know you don't book ninety percent of those phone calls unless you're charging eight mm. dollars. I know you're not doing this get what you're worth bullshit. At the same time, well. no offense to get what you're worth people. That's fine. That's not what I meant. <laughs> but uh, you know, oh, you're man. definitely not charging three grand or uh, like a a premium price and answer in a cold. Uh, hell no. Shut the hell up. You know, um.
1: it, I had a, so I had a guy tell me, um, cause we were having a conversation about like booking and everything. And he said that every lead he gets, he cold calls them. Yeah. That's and I'm like, that use. is a terrible idea for this demographic we have that are booking weddings now. And he's like, what are you talking about? That's it always works. I'm like a good, buddy. they don't want that. you to call. You can text them. Don't call them.
0: Our, our contact form says, like when it asks for your cell phone number, it says, we will not call you unless you ask us to. Like, I need to put that on there. Just clarify that. That's, that's great. Mean, that's exactly. Great. It's like, please give us your phone number though.
2: <laughs> and I, I've talked to so many DJs that, um, you know, across the country mm-hmm. and uh, they're always dumbfounded by when I tell them the amount of gigs I book without talking to a fucking soul,
1: right? right? Oh yeah, they just inquiry online and then they inquiry, sign the contract and go.
2: Them, I send them the email. Uh, they tell me what they want. I put in the system. I send the contract. They pay their deposits. It's, it's done. like you must not be I charging don't even enough.
0: Fucking talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> right? People, well, people that are like, "Oh, I close ninety percent of my inquiries." It's like, "Well, you're not charging enough. Well, if you close ninety sure, yeah. percent of your inquiries, you're literally not charging." Well, first enough off, I, right. I'm going
1: to go back to what you said in bars cast. If you have enough time to track your percentage of closing rate, you're not doing enough consultations.
0: Yeah, it's like, that's <laughs> a tough, me- like, people ask, well, like, how what's your closing rate? And it's like, I, have no I don't idea. really know, because, like... We're just booking. We're, we do consoles every day, all fucking day. If, if a contract expires, you're just to the wayside and back in the funnel, and I don't fucking know. Like, you know, I'm counting contracts signed. That's yeah. all, I, you know...
1: Uh, that, that's we, the we bottom line. We get on the
0: phone with tire kickers constantly because we don't, you know, we're just going to send you a contract. If you, you do or you don't, whatever, we're going to send 50 of them. Who cares? You know, 35 of them will book and we don't worry about the other 15.
2: Right. Mm. So yeah, I, I don't track percentages of shit booked. It's like I, I, you can kind of figure it out. If, right. You can do the uh, head math.
1: In, is Ed this math, worth yeah. my money? Is this not worth my money? I am sure know I booking, it's not ninety percent though. Yeah, that's fine. one
0: thing I know is if ninety percent, if it's like ninety, imagine booking ninety percent of your leads. You, you couldn't could, do it. You'd you'd be full after a week. Unless, you know, or unless like you like have zero leads coming that's in. That's like a stupid thing to say. That's that you should be ashamed. If you book ninety yeah, percent of your leads. I mean should... we we
2: probably book uh I'll I'll say if they come in the office, we're fucking booked. Uh oh yeah. They yep. sit, they sit down in this chair, I put the fucking Southern charm on them and they're, they're, <laughs> they're buying something. Yeah,
0: like I'm pulling the shirt down, down a little bit. <laughs> um
2: but like just random stuff, I don't I don't have a number, but I would think it would be closer to 60, 70. Like yeah. it's not ninety percent because yeah. again, uh I, y'all are probably the same. Uh, you're in the South, North Carolina. Yeah. Do y'all consider yourself the South? Wait, South Absolutely. Carolina? North they, North.
1: No, well, we're it. definitely South. I'm from the North, so I don't really know. But everyone says this is the South. The, the, okay. So, North Carolina I mean, we, or not, it's. We got
2: the country bumpkins that don't have any fucking money. Um, so, uh, booking 100% of that, it's just, it's not going to happen. But I'll take 60% of people's money. Yeah. Well, you don't want
0: 100% because then your prices are too low. If no if no one's saying no, you got to find the sweet spot. So you still got to fill up. You know, if you're filling up but you're charging maximum dollar, that's the sweet spot and that's what that's you should be doing. Yep. And 60% sounds about right, you know, but 90%, you just you need to bring your prices up so you book less, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you know.
2: You're going to make the same amount of money, the, you're just not going to work as hard. Uh,
0: It's just a stupid thing to say. You can't tell DJ shit.
2: They think they know everything. You try to tell them.
0: Anything you say in a DJ forum, you're going to have someone argue with you that two plus two isn't four. You know,
2: four times four equals eight. I went on a, a, like, I guess a social media binge for two weeks and didn't post shit. Because you, I mean, people that know me, I I post every fucking day. Uh Yeah. And whether it's on my story, on my timeline or something, but I went two weeks, didn't post shit. And I... I generally felt better. It's like not reading the dumb fucking comments on DJ idea sharing. No offense. If you're in DJ idea sharing, but it's, it's always
0: DJ idea sharing, by the way, I'll just like say specifically specific that's the
1: best like, group know, ever.
2: Some, some people in there just not smart. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I just,
0: yeah, I just love fucking with people. As um, I live for that shit.
2: I was actually just telling Blake, I wish I could be Eric Massengale because his <laughs> like don't give a fuck radar is way up there. And, and and at this I,
1: point, it's accepted too. Yeah, it, I was about to say that's the biggest thing. Everyone knows they expect that from so no him. One's so mad like, about it yeah, anymore, no one's like, oh, why you say that?
2: <laughs> I love
0: it. I
1: love it. That's funny. So, biz talk because that's what we are trying to push this podcast to be purely biz talk. So, what's your uh, sort of breakdown right now john like how many djs you running? what's oh uh, we got
2: seven so our our business is broken up into essentially six six factors okay um events production installs sales rentals logistics
1: um, and, and sales so- is that is that dealer dealer sales like you're operating as a, you don't have a product you make do you
2: no, no, uh, that's, that's reselling shit. Okay. Um, so we've got, uh, a reverb store, an Amazon store, uh, where, you know, we're, we're, um, we install a lot of this shit. So we get dealer pricing. Essentially we're just resellers for a bunch of it. Mm-hmm. Um, during COVID I was, I was thinking I was going to go bankrupt and out of business. So I paid, uh, I paid a guy on Upwork to go through and basically cull the top 100 items uh, from each of our distributors, and then write the code and put that on Amazon. So we've That's got cool. an Amazon store, it runs itself. Uh, every every morning our, our office manager, if, if we get a sale, I'm not saying it's a big part of our business, <laughs> uh, but if we get a sale, uh, email pop up and it, I mean, we click a button, we don't touch it, it just kinda- That's it, cool. It, it sells itself. Um, cool. And it's stuff people are going to buy anyway—mic cables and stands and, and stuff like that. It's not a big money maker, but it it's uh, it's very passive income. Yeah. Um, also during COVID, I thought I was going to go bankrupt trying to figure out what I'm going to what resources I have I can use to make some money. Uh, we started a trucking company. Uh, those who know me know that ultimately, uh, like production and touring is the goal. Uh, and logistics is a big part of touring across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so I figured, why not start the process now? Because insurance is fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, why not start the process now and then, you know, get our grips, run some freight, see what happens. Uh, and if it works out, it works out. And if it doesn't, we still got, you know, something to fall back on. Uh, so logistics is one of them, but the top two is events. Uh, production, and then installs would fall under those. Those are our big three that that keep us busy nine-tenths of the time.
1: Nice, 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 nice. And you that
2: can be, so on the DJ side, we've got seven event hosts. Uh, We work with a bunch of subcontractors that have their own companies uh, as well. Uh, We do, I don't know, 300 or so weddings a year. I would say 275 to 325, somewhere in that number. Um, you know, events for DJ, you know, the typical yep. bullshit. and then uh production-wise, um we're really starting to hit a stride. I think in the past two years we've made some some purchases and uh working with my mentors and really putting some some good things into place where we can uh you know, people are calling us for concerts and festivals, and it's uh it's it's right where I want to be because I don't care if I DJ ever again, it doesn't oh, fuck DJ. Yeah. I like, <laughs> I love the art and the craft. And, um, like I enjoy coming up here uh, cause my house is five minutes up the road. I enjoy coming up here at night when my baby goes back to sleep, having a drink, uh, mixing the shit that I want to mix in here. I enjoy that. Uh DJing and playing the Cupid Shuffle and shit like bro, fuck that. I'm out. I'm out. Because (laughs) we're not in we're not on the West Coast. We're not on the East Coast. We're not like in Florida or like a trendy hot spot. Um, we're playing the same shit shit every weekend. Um, and that's not what I got into DJing for. I started in the bar nightclub scene, uh, but I'm not a bar nightclub guy. I just enjoy the music. I'm a musician first um so i enjoy that but the production side is that's ultimately where i want to where i want to be i want to tour and do concerts and arenas and and shit like that from what i see nope.
0: on the internet it looks like that's exactly what you're doing too we're getting there i man. see those we're huge getting... line array concerts you throw yeah. jesus
1: so what a, what is the line array right now you're using
2: uh jbl Vertec 4888s. the actives Ooh, okay. um which is, it's not, I'm not going to front and like make people believe that they're mine. They're not, uh, they're rented, but my mentor is in the, pro- we're, we are working on rent to buy, uh, right. That, that makes it beneficial for myself. Um, because he, you know, he's getting older, uh, I'm getting younger. So it, it makes <laughs> yeah. sense. I'm not getting younger. I'm younger, <laughs> uh, but it, it makes sense where we're at, you know, um, to rent it from him and, you know, uh, here in a little bit, it'll, you know, it'll be mine. Um, so we're doing some cool shit. Uh, we got video walls. Uh, I saw that. We bought some lasers. um We're doing cool shit, man. I can't complain. I, I'm right. I'm literally right where I think I need to be. I so, think. I think.
1: I mean, you got all the tools to do it, so.
2: The tools ain't, and that's, and that's, uh, that's uh, a misconception that I even had myself. It's- my thought was, if I had the gear, I could get the jobs. No, that's not always the case. I went out. Don't start a business the way I started a business. That's I started my business on fucking high interest credit card debt, buying shit that I didn't necessarily need. I didn't have the jobs for. Uh, I just wanted to own everything.
0: You realize that's how every single DJ in the event industry started, right?
2: They're fucking dumb. Yeah. Like even I, like looking back on it, when when I finally was able to secure financing from a bank for my business, um, looking back on it, I think I had like a hundred and $110,000 worth of credit card debt at 29% interest Uh, and talking, talking to my banker, he said, look uh Stop if you only make like the minimum payment this shit's gonna take 140 years to pay off you will never pay it off um and i i was basically breaking even because i didn't know what i was doing i was buying gear for jobs that i didn't have uh you know just just spending money just spending money for no fucking reason just uh-huh. to have it sit in a shop and collect dust uh and i realize that's how a lot of people do it but a lot of people
1: i don't want to be that dude and and that's 100 <laughs> percent the belief because i mean look on youtube for what is the popular youtube video to post anything related to fucking gear mm-hmm. you post anything gear related it's going to get four times the views anything else you post get
2: which is crazy because uh vlogmas i say i'm gonna do vlogmas every year and i always <laughs> fuck it up because i get busy but vlogmas two years ago i made a series on financials and i think that's probably some of the the most important information that i have ever released mm -hmm. uh i put it all out there i you know i got credit cards and i fucked up and i i didn't do it the right way don't do it this way do it this way i pretty much tell you how to do it Mm -hmm. um and those those videos have I'm, it's it's laughable the views those videos have versus videos on it's cheap <laughs> DJ speakers. It's fucking ridiculous. DJs it, are stupid, it, and I'm one of them. So I'm stupid too.
1: Well, yeah, we're all we're all starting out there. I'm bad. I actually had that mentality only because my mentor did exactly that, and somehow he made a a good living off of it. But yeah, yeah it the dude up in Ohio it, I worked it, for it literally works just for a lot of people. Bunch does it. He he just got lucky in the fact that he's like the only the only game in town. So ga- yeah. he's the only game in town. So he bought all the shit and just got all the shit and got all the events. So it worked out. But
2: yeah, now uh, Rick, how many people do you have on your team now?
1: Three other DJs. So Three other it's,
2: DJs. It's... Eric Massengill, you're at eighteen DJs. You're an animal.
0: <laughs> I don't want that headache. Two two of those, no one of those is in training still. But they will be done right. in a month. So, so about to it, be the eight. Or,
2: or no, I, I, I want to
0: hit like twenty five, I think. Holy I want fuck. to go I want my goal is twenty five by the end of twenty twenty two and then we'll see about future goals. But I don't want there to be a cap. Like I want what I'm trying to do It's
1: become a booking is, agency.
0: <laughs> and we're kinda of getting that way anyways. You know, but yeah. I want there to be systems in place that it doesn't matter how many djs i have like uh whether it's 20 whether it's 700 yeah i mean all right well 700 was a big number but you know what i mean and it just doesn't really matter and and the systems are in place for everything to work fine uh that's what i'm at least
2: managing the office it's just there i have
0: a dude that does the phone calls because i don't i'm not good at them um but other than that yeah i do everything um that fucking automation shit, my dog. <laughs>
2: hey, AutomateYourDJAP.com. I, <laughs> I will say. I,
1: I haven't got that. I was about to say, John, are you running on Automate Your djp?
2: <laughs> in, in fact, I am. I don't know where I was in the in the automation process. I think I was probably one of the early adopters. Bro. And anybody that asked me about it, and it's more people than you would think. Oh, uh, nice. It's a game changer. AutomateYourDJAP.com. I'm not bullshitting you. This was before me and Eric were, were like as good a homies as we are now. It's, it's good stuff. Eric can sometimes be a dick, but that's the Eric we love, <laughs> but he's got a fantastic product.. And it works.
0: <laughs> Whatever, but uh, so yeah, yeah, I mean, I just and I'm trying to work it out like because my original game plan wouldn't allow that. And gotcha. my, my new game plan, it still doesn't allow that to that extent but I'm figuring it out as I go and I'm changing right. how the entire company runs attempting to not run it into the ground in the process. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: I'm still trying to figure my shit out. That's yeah.
2: where I'm
0: at. I feel like that's always how it'll be,
1: you know, it's, if you got it figured but, out, then that's well, boring. Well, you my, know? <laughs> like my my struggle is just finding DJs that fit what I'm trying to do with the business.
2: What are you trying to do? Tell me that
1: have like profile DJs. Okay, that are, like, so, uh, super skilled. You're
2: trying to fill the, you're trying to fill the, the luxury yes. client market? Is that where you're Yes, after?
1: so f- finding DJs with that talent level is... Or even just the will to want to become that is really mm-hmm. hard.
2: Where are, you, uh, where are you finding your people? Uh, where are you
1: for? All over right now. The biggest thing... We're, prisons. I'm, prisons, yeah. They're a big one. <laughs> um, I need to get into like reaching out to like the local colleges to see if I can find anybody willing to want to do it. Also from an assistance standpoint too. Um, but right now the big one, cause I'm at the point now where I can get anybody in and just start booking them like off the get go. Oh, the amount of leads we have flown in cause that's my cap right now is literally just my DJs. I have enough leads and flow to support it, but, um, Right now, i got one guy that DJs in clubs and bars in Raleigh, and I'm trying to get him to help me convince other guys in there to learn the wedding route. Okay. Um, and a lot of them are just, they don't want to do it because the bars and clubs now in Raleigh are paying $400 a night to come DJ. And it's not bad money. For, not for, for, for a, a bar. Gig, for, yeah. a cl- for a bar gig, and they're just DJing, uh, what, four Four hours. Ten to two, That's
3: good four money. hours. Sometimes
0: three Google hours. Movies. You show up with a laptop and a tiny little controller and just plug in. And you're done. well, and he
1: was saying, a lot of the ones on like the strip in Raleigh, they already have the equipment built in. Typically, yeah, they already have. That. Most yeah. of them have yeah. the. Yeah, they just bring their they just bring their computer if they want, plug it in, and just go.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's that's good money. I know I know most typical club sets here in the state. It might be more because I've been out of the scene for a while. But whenever I. Whenever I stepped away from bar and clubs, I was DJing for like four hours for like 250 bucks. I mean, it was it was stupid money. Stupid money. Um, I don't know why I did it, but again, it was one of those things. That it got me started. We all did it. Uh, I mean, when you know, you're
0: doing that, started, if you can do fine. that four or five days a week, yeah. it's not that bad. And also, those gigs come with... Uh, like you DJ for a football game all of a sudden during the day and lunch, right. you know, cuz you have that plug system and system. so now you made 550 that day cuz the game paid 300 for some reason and you're chilling, it's fun. Yeah. Um, I know plenty of people that do that. It's not that bad, you know. Bad. I'd rather I'd rather die. <laughs> but, you know, I agree with you uh, <laughs> you know. I used to do it, you know. Um It's a lot of upkeep. It's harder you know
2: I, I would probably say so
0: yeah um cuz you got to like stay on top of the friends and make sure cuz those types of gigs are in and out they're just done out of nowhere no no heads up and you've had that job every friday for 2 3 years and it's like all right no friday job done you got to like sub it in for the next so you got to have that next plug already with a good yeah. relationship it's just like and it's constant you know the only thing you can count on is change you know that's it man Oh, fuck that shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. My, yeah.
2: So go
1: ahead. Uh, I was about to say my initial plan, like when I started my company, was like 50% school dances, corporate 50% weddings. And then COVID fucked that. Cause mm. we had a good thing going lined up for 2020. We had like 14 school dances lined up and then lost every single one of them.
2: You know, the schools, that's that's probably a market that we could really uh, we go after the collegiate stuff. But the the, like the proms and homecoming stuff, I'm looking for um, the big
1: ones. I I don't want the I want the ones that actually want to do some production,
2: even the bigger ones. I don't like doing them because they make me uncomfortable. Uh, I can't like I'm an older guy. I don't want like 16 year old kids dancing on each other. Fuck that. I'm out. I'm out. Um, we do a lot of the college stuff, the formals and, uh, fraternity stuff and even, you know, stuff, student life activities on campus. Yeah. Um, but the school market isn't something we've really captured on just because what's the sales cycle with that? How long are you working with these schools before they really start spending good money with
1: you? It depends. It's normally when you got to do one event for them. To make them, like, you got to do one at a pretty discounted rate for them to realize what, what they're getting in comparison to what they had been getting. Yeah. Uh, that's that's what most of them there did, and that's that's what sucked for me is because 2019, I had those, like, five initial schools where I showed them what the hell we can do, and then I had them all rebooked for, like, triple the amount of money, and they told other schools. Because um, once you get the kids, at least in our area, we have so many schools within one county that once you get the kids talking at a few of them, there's a lot of trickle over that are going to those other yeah, proms, sure, and they start telling like, "Yo, we should go there." So I like went heavy in 2019 and into 2020, and then like I haven't even bothered to pick up the phone to call any schools. I think we're doing like three this year, but like it's though we pivoted so hard to weddings that um, it's just it's enough to fill us up right now. which just don't weddings. But
2: how many how many weddings are you guys doing uh, on average?
1: uh last year we did 60 just between me and marcellus okay. and this year we have four djs and i think we're at 75 booked right now. we will we'll be somewhere over 100
2: nice man that's good and that's uh shit you just moved to north carolina what you've been there two years now 20
1: 2019 was the first full year so this okay. is year year four year three if you just discount Twenty to twenty is a (laughs) non-year.
2: That's a big jump. You know, I actually I was thinking for a while about moving to Dallas, um, just to (laughs) get more opportunity and access to stuff and um, making you know picking up a business and moving it. That's a uh, that's a big step, man. There's a lot of
0: shit in Dallas, dude. Though there's a there's a bunch. There's There's a a fuckload of competition.
2: There's that too. Uh, My goal. You know if i was gonna move i was gonna leave the the event side here and pick up the production stuff and take it there mm-hmm. uh because i don't want to be a wedding dj in dallas again there's way too much competition i've yeah, got a I'll good say. friend of mine he owns one of the best dj companies in dallas it's like why if i want to be a, a wedding dj there i just go work for him but yeah. it's not what i want to do so we would try to make uh ultimately make the the wedding side mm-hmm. passive uh and then i would send just the production stuff uh, to a different area, Dallas. And then, you know, we're only five hours away. So I could come back maybe on Monday or Tuesday, a day trip, uh, check in here if I needed to, Mm -hmm. and then go home. Um, But again, I'm already busy enough. And that just, it sounds ridiculous. You know, nobody's got time for it. Nobody's got time.
1: Well, I mean, if you hired enough people underneath you, start getting some managers in place, you could do it. Yeah,
2: you know, but. and we've got uh, we've got an office manager here, uh, Kayla, and and the shop manager Blake, my right hand man. Um, that was another transition we went through in twenty what twenty 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 one hiring people. Um, it was a it was a weird feeling because it's like I don't know if this is going to work out because it was right in the middle of a pandemic. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if this is going to work, but we're going to hire some people and see what happens. Hopefully if I hire them, uh, they'll take some load off of my plate so I can work, uh, on the business instead of working in the business. Um, but it's worked out well, um, having people here to take off some of that minutia, that bullshit, um, and allow me to make contacts with, Vendors and uh, and venues and you know just different people that you you'd never know going out to networking events, uh, stuff like that. It, it's really it's paid off tenfold just having having employees here or having someone here at least uh, to where I can go and and do other shit bring business in.
1: All right, so I got a couple questions based on that. Well, one was one of the ones I wanted to ask you in terms of what and it's a lot for the crowd that's in here. What is like some of the most Crucial things, or not really crucial, but the things you've done that maybe other people wouldn't think of doing, that has like yielded the biggest success in terms of like moving your business forward with connections, with gaining business that you might not have gotten some other way. Like, what were some of those you know
2: things you've done? Especially in the past, uh, in the past six to eight months, um, we've made some big, big jumps in the past eight months or so. Uh, A hiring people. Um, I always knew I was going to get to that point where I would need somebody here to manage, you know, DJ event planner or uh, just taking phone calls. Because, again, I uh, talking on the phone gives me it almost gives me anxiety. I This phone, fuck this phone. I hate it. Um, <laughs> I'll so give you a call after I, this. <laughs> right. Find somebody that that's good and has good social skills and, and can hold a conversation uh, and let them do it. Uh, and then there's like all of the technical stuff, building racks and charging up lights and making sure shit's out and ready to go. Um, having somebody to take care of that. So when we roll in uh, on a Saturday morning, as DJs are coming in to pick up their gear, I don't have to sit there Thursday and Friday trying to, you know, put, figure out what monogram goes here or what uplight goes to this room. Um, you know, those gaining that time back uh, because again, as you get busier, this is the, It's the commodity that you can't make more of uh, and you always need, you know, hiring people uh, definitely has has been the biggest game changer in my business. Um, It's cost me some money, but at the same time, it's also probably paid itself tenfold, you know, Uh, having somebody here to pick up the phone and I can continue working on a job somewhere or being able to send Blake on uh on a parts run you know to our distributor who's only 45 minutes away let's say we're working on a church install and we need some mic install cable you know our distributor is 45 minutes away but at the same time my time is is pretty fucking valuable so why not send blake uh or someone to do that it's a 45 minute drive there they're going to bullshit for 30 minutes minimum and then a 45 minute drive back that's two hours you can get a lot of shit done in two hours so Hiring people, number one. Number two is something I'm still working on. Uh, it's putting, you know, systems in place, uh, you know, SOPs, standard operating Proce- procedures to, to just put some, I don't know, some structure behind the business because I think a lot of us as entrepreneurs and DJ company owners, we're always just trying to figure shit out, but there's never really uh, a document that says this is how you do this thing. Um, Mm -hmm. that's what we're trying to work on through the first couple quarters of this year, uh, really refining a system, putting a system in place. So when, uh, we start to push for hiring new talent or hiring more people in the office salespeople, uh, I'll probably 2022, my goal is to hire a salesperson here at the office, uh, and then hire another, uh, a shop person to go out with Blake. Um, but you know, having some systems in place to where I don't always have to, Stop what I'm doing to explain how to do something uh, to someone else. Game changer. Yeah. So I would say hiring people and having uh, operating procedures in place has really changed the makeup of my business, and it's made it uh, it's it's made it easier on me. Cool. For sure.
1: So my second question was kind of, and you answered a little bit of it, but uh, what does like your office manager do? Like in terms of like how often is it like a part-time thing where they're there, no, they're like time. a few days. So like 40 so, hours uh, a week. It,
2: it started out as a part-time gig, moved into full-time uh, just because I realized it you know, the, she was here Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um That, no, she wasn't. She's here Monday, Tuesday, off Wednesday, worked Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started to realize that Wednesday, that's probably our busiest day for booking people uh it's right at the midweek Mm -hmm. if they reached out over the weekend they've had a a chance to look at our pricing uh by this time they're probably on our uh, on our automation where they're getting emails uh if we send it out on a sunday we're three days in now so they'll start replying back to those emails and then uh, it's also the busiest day for me being out of the office because nobody wants you to come uh, look at their sound system that needs work or, or they're wanting to put in a, uh, a video switcher or something nobody wants to do anything on monday tuesday it's usually playing catch up from the dj shit so wednesday really is like the the prime for me to get out and start working other things other than uh, event stuff uh and not having somebody here really kind of you know because yeah. i was always either picking up my phone call answering text messages or uh or trying to send emails uh, and it just didn't work it didn't work so um essentially i hired her to be my replacement so everything i was doing beforehand uh you know setting up uh client calls with djs um doing all of the billing all of the dj event planner stuff uh talking to our planners and our coordinators uh designing monograms like there's a basically She does my job and then I do the higher, higher level stuff. So, uh, reconciling QuickBooks and balancing the books, uh, putting together those, uh, production proposals that she doesn't have much knowledge on. Um, and then, you know, gaining new business. That's, that's my job. Her job essentially is, um, taking care of the DJs, taking care of the clients, signing contracts and, and basic admin stuff. Cool. Cool it's funny i th- remembered so
0: i i keep a to-do list well i keep like 50 to-do lists nice because anytime it crosses my mind if i don't write it down i'll forget you need it. tick tick dude <sighs> whatever uh, but fucking document all DAO processes is the top thing on my to-do list they, Cause it just like, they, they pile up and then I make new ones and they
2: oh, exactly yeah. I go oh,
1: to the I, top. Yeah. No, that's, that's hilarious too. Cause it's actually, if I go I got to a, my,
2: a list,
1: on if the, I got on my, my, my fusion list. stuff right here, literally right. under improvements, I gotta scroll over improvements, training, marketing improvements, <laughs> and training talks about documenting the processes. I,
2: I think we've all got those lists. Like mine, mine is right there. It's just, there's it's just always so long something to do. it's just uh, there's always something to do so yeah. it's um it's let her do the shit that i can train her on or stuff that i don't want to take uh take control or like kind of let the reins go off mm-hmm. of yet um and and try to gain new business yeah so she does she does everything you call the office you're gonna talk to her you're not gonna talk to me if you're talking to me it's a bad day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's a bad day. She called off that day. Yeah.
2: And then Blake's job essentially is all of the, all of the other bullshit. So I got lucky with Blake. Blake's my brother, essentially. Um, I've known him the better part of 20 years. Uh, He's got formal training in audio, went to school for uh, recording sciences. Like he knows this shit. Uh, So I, I kind of lucked out there to, be able to pull somebody in that knew stuff that i didn't know uh we've kind of i've taught him stuff that that he didn't know that i knew it's it's worked out well but he's he's doing a a lot of stuff he's building cable uh he's um he's going out to, to we've got clients now that we've done installs on so he's running maintenance plans and going by and uh it, simple stuff like blowing out audio consoles i don't want to you know it's it, a it's a money maker but b It's a it's a minutiae job. I can send him out, have him make the company some money, but yet I can sit here and work or not be here, you know, be able to take back some of that freedom. I'm trying to buy back time, essentially, Mm -hmm. Uh, put people in place to have them do my job uh, and then have some more time to myself and then use that time that I've gained to try to grow the business.
1: Cool. Like it. So your office manager, did you like put up a hiring thing for that and find a, a random person or is it a relative No, No, I, uh, I actually worked with her
2: back when I was uh, – I, I used to work for a uniform company. Um, I, she was one of my homies that I worked with there, um, and she was a stay-at-home mom. And I was looking I, – I put out a video uh, post, and then on, I think I did it on Indeed. I put one out on Facebook, and I just kept getting – fucking Shit. duds just duds it's tough i i thought hiring somebody would be one of the easiest things that i did because <laughs> yeah. um, me too i'm all about giving opportunities i, I come know. from nothing yeah. i've been I'm you know poor broken homeless um so i'm i'm trying to pay somebody well to do a job because uh i have nothing else this is all i have uh i'm not an educated guy i'm a two-time college dropout um this is all i have uh so trying to find somebody that won't rob you blind uh and will show up on time is a lot fucking tougher than i thought uh so when all those duds you know didn't work out i started reaching out to people that had jobs uh and i you know trying to lure them in hey let me pay you a little bit more uh I, you know me we're homies come and work it, and you that's know? how it works
1: uh, in industry too it's amazing yeah. how many people like one person moves to a new company that offers better things and they pull the other people that they work with like yo let me get you in here yeah it's a, it's
0: a, i stole a bunch of G, djs recently <laughs> What's, what what like, give, give me What's a hint
1: the, i want to know that i want to know the company you stole? was it a local I don't company know.
0: i don't care well, it, it i didn't steal them well they were w9 the so of stealing them yeah. right yeah no it was it, all subcontracted not even, yeah. crap they
1: just they just but, liked what you offered better.
0: Yeah, it's called gigs and money. Mm-hmm. You know, like
2: now are you when you when you're bringing these new guys in or guys that yeah. you have stolen? Are they? Um, <laughs> it's not. Are old, they? But... Do they have their own company? Or are they working for another company?
0: Uh, well, each I guess would be different. Um, but they're. They're all completely subcontracted, no strings attached to other companies. It's just, when I say stole, I I was kind of joking. But either way, like, you know, oh, you know, we were doing, you know, 15, 10, 15 weddings for this company, but then they see that I'll give them 25, but I need those fifteen if I'm going to give you twenty five. So they're like, right. know, I'm just going to do twenty five with you instead. You know, sure. yeah. I don't give a fuck. Fuck that other company. I'm not he, I, he, like I'm not trying to have bad blood, but at the same time, fuck. It's a business. Yeah. I, I just I just <laughs> want
1: to know what company after this. Yeah. yeah. Or what predominant Beauty company? found in and like Say what? All my guys are W two, so you can't do that. My three. Now, guys. We were
2: talking well, before the show. We were talking about W 2 1099. Uh, I think me and Eric are probably pretty similar on uh, contractors versus employees. Yeah, you are uh, now.
1: Talk to him a year ago. Yeah. I've heavily <laughs> but, changed my stance. Heavily but, changed now, my stance.
2: Rick, does it work out better for you to have guys as W2 people? Is that?
1: I feel like it's just in my personal opinion, the The route I'm going is that way okay. in terms of building profile guys, because I can't have a headline profile guy that can get his own gigs by himself as a W9 because he will just do that. He'll just do that. I want it more like we have headline guys that are all contracted out through Fusion Sound Lighting, which gives the ability for people looking for luxury events to have options so that we can fill everyone up versus one guy trying to fill all of his calendar and having all these extra ones and trying to pass them around. It just benefits everyone Um, better if that's that's what I'm trying to. That's kind of the gist. If that makes does that make sense? Yeah, makes total sense. You might have one guy that's like a super headline guy, like myself. But I'm trying to make it so that I have the other guys within me, and the same thing with the the other guys. Like Marcellus is he's at the point now where he could probably get enough referrals on his own to do something, but he benefits from partnering with other big guys that help build one big brand, if that makes sense. Kind of like a record label.
2: Did he come down from Ohio with you?
1: Officially Officially moved with his girlfriend. He dragged her down here too. She works for the company now too. She's my office manager, but she's a part-time because she's she's got a full-time job as well. Um, But yeah, that was – he officially moved in – I want to say it was like June of last year. Yeah, he officially moved, finally. He'd been saying he was going to do it for two years, and they finally did it. And he's your uh, he's your right-hand guy? He would be my right-hand guy in the in the business right now, 100%. Me and him are the top two. Awesome.
2: Very good. Very I'm good.
1: trying to keep it, like, not
0: that there's anything wrong with that, but, like, with what I was talking about, like, building up to a zillion DJs or whatever, mm-hmm. like, first, I can't rely on relationships with other vendors to get gigs. I have right. to rely on just marketing yourself. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Um and then I also can't rely on the profile of an employee because
1: the second you do that, they're the lead and you you don't have a brand. Anymore. It's yeah. well yeah, or,
0: it's like uh, you could get strong-armed in yep. some way um and that's great for them and i'm not even saying i'm like i'm preventing them from doing their own thing if you you know get past us then so be it whatever i just want to be able to replace you in a heartbeat and keep yeah. our stride rolling um so and obviously relationships with coordinators i'm not like turning that away that would just be the icing on the cake but that's not our goal you yeah. know one and done's as you said in the last one, one and done's you know i you know i i that's, that's the reason we can't double our price, you know, is because we would then rely on relationships with coordinators to charge that amount,
1: which yeah, we cannot right. do. And, and, uh, my only thing about, and I had thought about it cause you mentioned it last year, getting strong arm. And I thought about it for like the last couple of weeks. Uh, I only, the only way I can think a guy would try and strong arm me is asking for more money. Right. And then it's as simple as upping his price.
0: And
1: Okay, because, because because each tech- of my guys have
0: their own price point and you're not wrong however you just got strong-armed if that is the case yeah, that yeah, is the yeah. definition of strong-arming yes is, but like a it guy doesn't hurt, you, it doesn't hurt me though a guy forced you to do something in his favor period but, but And in, you did it because you were strong-armed eh. which it may not be a
1: problem but that is what i am avoiding but in general i mean as long as you have those, con- like I'm not expecting. Like everyone has their own price in my company. You all have your own price. Um, every single six months, I sit down with each one of them personally and talk about like where you at, what do you feel, should we charge more for your event, etc. Um, I'm trying to prevent that from becoming a strong arm in that way because I want my guys to charge what they're worth. Mm-hmm. Um, and, if and who they came feel- up
2: with the who came up with the base pricing for for the guys? Is that is that on you?
1: um where where we 're at mm-hmm. now, so yeah I, I kind of recommend to them where where I think i 'm going to be able to book them at so like if you, and it's it 's purely based on profile like it's it 's okay. big on profile, so like my profile in the company is this big, Marcellus is this big, and then like the next guy's like down here, so like where me and Marcellus are at i can 't charge that for you, and I like break that down to them like i need to pr- I need to provide A method for people to want to book you because your content basically shows little to no value in terms of what they're looking for for someone up here so if you give it a couple
2: years you could be you know yeah
1: as as we develop more content and there was a plan in place this year um i bought all the guys gopro rigs with the batteries so they're going to go to every event press record record the whole event if it was a bomb gig all right fine whatever um, if there was any issues at the event, it's covered. We can go back and watch the footage and prove what happened and what didn't happen. Hopefully, that never happens. Um, but if it's a great video, a uh, great venue or a great event for them, I just take the footage and shoot it over to my editor. And say, "Hey, chop this up, and we'll put it up on their profile, and they can post it all over and look like a and get more and more videos of how good they really are. Um, okay. That's that's huge for me because I don't see a lot of DJs where you can go on their website and like watch 20 videos of how they DJ, how they MC, all these different so crowds I'm, I'm, and stuff.
2: I'm, you can't go to my website and do that. So I deleted
1: – I actually deleted all of our DJ
0: bios off of our website. I Even st- the employee people that have been with me for four years, I was like,
1: mm, this is counterproductive.
0: Do you, still have, <laughs> like,
1: do you still have the mixing video up there?
0: Yeah, dude, it's –
1: because I remember you it, saying that was like a big thing that people were like, "Oh, I want that guy. He knows how to mix." Yeah,
0: he'll they'll say that, and we'll immediately be like, "Ah, oh, they all do that." They all do that. We we'll give you whoever you. <laughs> so
2: get. Eric, when some, when somebody you know sends an inquiry to the office, what's your what's your booking process on who gets the gig? Uh,
0: we don't tell them. Uh, you know, we just book like I know I have you know twelve twelve DJs available because three you know subs are a little different like with their availability, so I like get that. Right. Uh, scheduled ahead of time, so I know, you know, May Saturday in May, I've got twelve slots to fill, so I'll book okay. twelve gigs, and then I'll just shuffle—not literally shuffle—but I'll choose the best DJ for the job and do the assigning later on.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, and what is it? Is it still like three months out when you start assigning all the DJs to their events?
0: Uh, we tell them one month out. One um, month out. But it okay. just kind of depends. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Like I just got the email today for, to do mid March. So I'll probably do all of March and like April.
1: Yeah. So my, tomorrow. my like process is like flip that on its head. So like you see all the profiles of every single DJ, you can set, schedule meetings with each one of them. And then you're like booking that. That's like the one thing you're not changing. It's like you pick the one DJ that's available on your date, you're locked. That is your DJ. That is your that is your date. Yeah,
0: it's an attractive thing to a subcontractor how we do it, though. Also, yeah, um, I can because say
1: that. The sub, I'm like, you know,
0: oh, you're working this October Saturday, but you don't have to think about it until One month you, out. Ten, 10 days out. You get a text message. You got to call this lady at two o'clock on Tuesday. Do the do the twenty minute phone call. Go do the gig. That's the only commitment you know that's the only work you've had
1: prep wise now um, i would imagine it's pretty attractive for them too because you can they can flex their dates a little bit leading up to it they can be like hey so like october 7th i know you told me but like like say it's like three months in advance like i really can't do it i have like another thing now
0: if they said that i would fucking kill them
1: (laughs) do you like make them lock in like certain dates like yo these are the dates that i will be booking you yeah no okay i I I was wondering how that
0: works in dj event planner i have a, a status called uh sub date hold and mm-hmm. I go through, and it's the dates I know we're going to fill up and every I'll, Saturday in October. <laughs> I, I sh- you know, we're in agreement that you've I've got you on June 11th, whatever it is, and I'll stack them. You know, I, I know I have ten subs or whatever on that date, um, and then if I don't book them, I'll pay them to take the day off. Is like a I fucked you. you know? Oh, okay. That's What's that?
2: pretty. Good. That works out good for everybody. So yeah.
0: Oh no. Oh any I. Look the fuck out. You know what I mean. Like if you don't, you're just you're bound to run into some problems. And mm-hmm. the the money, I mean, it's there anyways. You know, like it, it's fine. And it's not like I'm paying them the full amount, but it's oh. you know I will pay them a couple hundred dollars, and to not work, and I'll also tell them a in month advance. in advance. Yeah. So hey, I couldn't. You get got two hundred dollars. You can probably still get still go get a club gig, and then you come out even. Or you can take
1: your girl out on a nice dinner that's free. Yeah. Or just like, you whatever do the what hell you, you do though. Um, um, so I feel like that's fair. And course, I also
0: tell them prior to any of those agreements, that is the case. You know, that's yeah. not like a blind side.
1: Um, so, so question for you and just in general, cause it got brought up to me from a couple people asking a uh, kind of like the background of how um, I've hired a few people in the company and how it works. Do you have contracts like legal contracts in place for these people? No or like job descriptions of like what they're like your office manager did you have them like here's your job description of what you will be doing Yeah, uh,
2: that's uh, that's a part of that I guess you procedure thing that we're trying to build out. We're yeah. still working on it. Um, it's a lot. I mean cuz that's whenever I hired the office manager, essentially she's like, change. "Okay, so what do I do?" And I'm like mm. So I can do my job. Yeah. Uh but then I've got to, you know, so, itemize the it's job. There's always something different. Yeah. You know, so that's that's something that takes time to build out, uh, is like that operating procedure. But then once you get it done, anyone essentially is replaceable. Yep. Uh-huh. And and when you get to that point where somebody's not strong arming you and they don't have that control, because like right now, say Kayla was to quit, I would be fucked. Right. Uh, mm-hmm because we're still working on these docs. So the next person that comes in, I've got to spend another, you know, Kayla's been here right at a year now. So now I've got to spend another year trying to train somebody how to do her right. job essentially. Yeah. And I've lost that time, which again, is the thing I have the least amount of. Um, but like contracts for DJs, we don't have um, essentially contracts for them because Arkansas is a work a right to work state. So it's, it'd be tough to, enforce it so why even have it? right you know, that's,
0: It's i've i've heard at least that those contracts are just bullshit yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's and it's therefore a, and a contract fact. is bad blood you know like i just don't like the vibe it puts off if i don't trust you i don't want to hire you anyways and anyway yeah you know uh and i mean that very I, well may the same fuck boat, me over one day i don't know but i'm like you said like uh it's all uphill from here. I've seen the worst of the worst in life, and uh, I just I trust people a lot. Sometimes more than I should, um, yeah. but so far so good. You know, th- it's, it's that's, worked out my favor so far.
1: Yeah, and as long as you're, if that's the the if you continue to support that that sort of characteristic of your company that's like a family company, mm-hmm. um, and you you are supporting them constantly, then you shouldn't have anything to worry about. Alexa, studio on. Damn, lights shut off. I was about to say,
2: did something turn off? There it is.
1: Yeah, the the smart house. All the lights shut off around this time of night. They start to wind down, you know.
2: I uh, I'm a new. I'm, uh, we, me and my wife just bought a new house. I was now hoping I'm we would talk about it. To, uh, trying to get that like the smart home shit figured out, bro. You can spend some money quick.
1: Mm-hmm. Talk to me about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's the coolest thing in the world. It's dude. right, yeah. These lights in here, they're all hex smart, uh, pucks. So really? each of these lights can change colors. Um, you, can't
2: beat that. you might have to send me some links. They,
1: the, so I, I went in and installed like over 80 puck lights in this house. Cause it, it was old seventies wiring. So there wasn't like barely any lights anywhere. Um, right. I put normal, just white pucks in a lot of areas. They run about like $7 a piece. Um, and they're just like literally, you just take a whole saw bit, cut it, and then pop them in. Really? Yeah, I got a video on it. Go watch the avocado house. Okay. Um, okay. The smart ones, they're more like twenty five a piece though, so they get pricey quick. Pricey, yeah. Especially if you're like, like, don't look to do like a kitchen that has like twelve lights in it. <laughs> just buy yourself yeah, a smart good. switch for twenty bucks and call it quits.
2: <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm interested in, in uh, learning more about the smart house stuff. That's it's one of those things. Uh, you know, it's time to live a little, make your house do cool shit, right? It's yeah. It's
1: chat, Chat me up. Your, your, uh, your best bud Glenn talked to me a while back about how to do some stuff for his house.
2: Glenn's house. I've been to his house. It's fucking wild.
1: Glenn. Really? Roush.
2: Uh, Glenn Roush. Yeah. You've yeah. worked with Glenn, haven't you, Eric?
1: I, I'm
0: currently working with him.
1: Oh, That's why I was working with like, Really? Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Good I was good. wondering when he would get on that. Yeah. Yeah. Did he get hey, the... Uh,
2: his, his, you want to talk about a, a, a company that's impressive, Glenn? That's company. literally <laughs> earlier why I said,
0: exactly. I was like, you know, there's some shit in Dallas. That's exactly right. why I said that.
2: His company is a machine. We're working it, together um, this summer. He's doing a, a big thing where the the Dallas Stars play. I don't even know if I'm supposed to be talking about this, but we're providing the yeah, There's not enough people and, here. Uh, <laughs> He's, uh, they're, they're impressive. That's a guy that's got his shit together. They've got, I mean, uh, I hate, cause I feel like received.
0: I have it going on all the time. And then you see someone like that and you're like,
2: Fuck. Yep. Yep. yeah, you ain't doing shit. I know. Right?
0: Like, I know, dude. But,
1: well, <laughs> well, what's his nickname? It's like Nate always calls G-Money. him Mon- M- G money. Is it G money or money man, Roush or something? Money man, uh, G money, G money though. I remember that one. Yeah, That's what Nate always called him at the show. G money. What a, I typically I am talking else. to Good Ed. Good but for sure. Either way, yeah. He runs like two DJ businesses, right? He's got like the low end one and the high end one, or something.
2: Uh, I think he's got a budget brand. Uh, yeah, for sure. Or you brands, know, Force, I guess. Right? Uh, they've Sim- got you know the DJs mainstays, is people like uh, Nate and yeah, Justin the DJ and Matt Murphy, those guys. Uh, he's got then, some uh,
1: headline guys on the company, which oh, is crazy yeah, for
2: sure. They're doing it right, man. It's a it's a fucking machine. He's he's doing it right. Kudos on him.
1: So, did he get the same video while you did?
2: Uh, he got, what did he get? I think he, he got indoor stuff. He got two, six. Uh, but like you
1: bought yours direct from the, the direct supplier. China. Yeah. Direct okay. China.
2: Yeah. Uh, Art Fox. I mean, Art Fox has places in America now. They've got a showroom in mm-hmm. Dallas, oh, uh, cool. a showroom in LA, and a showroom in New York, I believe. Oh, really? Cool. Um, I think they bought their stuff from. Uh, direct from china i don't think they went art box but this stuff looks good looks
1: both cool. Lightning needs to give me a, a studio space in greensboro <laughs> that'd be cool yeah for sure but guess we're getting
0: towards that time now this fresh baby can't be going till 11 no yeah more. we went we went oh, till bro, 11 yeah. with you
2: bar. get your ass home that's i was talking to well me and rick were talking it's like uh how's the baby now uh, five
1: <laughs>
0: days
2: <laughs> yeah yeah you gotta get home man that's that's one of those things uh, yeah. um, this
1: dude was like yeah just day what three yeah i'll come do the podcast on tuesday on day three bro. Oh. and john's like just word of advice <laughs> <I> no
2: <laughs> don't let him do it i was like dude it, you, you said that and i was like, that. yeah, I was like may say she doesn't care that they remember it was you, they he
0: it. said let's just do it thursday And john said do it thursday and i was like <laughs> i was a commitment. you know i commi- make a commitment guy. i'm gonna go like Bruh. uh i had a podcast with cleveland or terry oh, whatever one oh time, yeah this is the great story and we're in an ultrasound and <laughs> cleveland messages me on facebook and he's he was like uh 15 minutes and i was like <gasps> and i had forgotten and i fucking <laughs> i like look at the the nurse and i look at rachel i was like i i have to go <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I have to leave. And you got the
2: Tesla though; you can do it from the car.
0: Yeah, I, I, well, I had driven though, and I so I drove home, and I, Rachel had to Uber home, like no from her old town. Yes. And she you are mean, a she, savage. Yeah, a, I mean, and she is She's used to it at yeah, this she point. Gets, it's yeah, it's exactly fine. What she but, is, uh, yeah. but that was really shitty because I'm not trying to be that workaholic level you know
2: now before before we get out of here uh-huh what's on the what's on the horizon for uh for for eric and Dow oak and what's on the horizon for rick and fusion uh
0: i want to do 600 weddings this year Holy fuck. Wow. that's my goal
2: that's a bunch
0: um is that g money level no I, I already know it's that, not uh, i already what? know it's well i don't know because they don't only do weddings and their price point it makes that number irrelevant <laughs> like, well, well, he, like
1: put, he had a presentation in Vegas where they did like a 1000 events in one year oh yeah i've seen yeah. their nu- yeah, i've so. straight
0: up looked at their numbers they're killing me Anyways, uh, it's not not, even not to interrupt you
1: continue um, 600
0: and i would like to go over a million dollars in revenue but we'll we'll see that's that's like my just out of reach type of goal i doubt it'll happen but that would be what i want
1: okay it's funny really? those are like the two goals i always like put out there like how many events and what's the revenue uh-huh. so um it's i just want to break 100 which is going to be pretty easy to do or maybe i changed it i have to go look i I printed out the sheet like a week ago and put it up on the board and you know the numbers are just up there like i'll, I'll look at them when i i'm back in game mode to get going i know revenue wise i want to hit a quarter mil just on the dj side of the company Um, there's other facets of the company I'm going to be expanding into this year. One of them is actually going to be Christmas light installations.
2: Yeah, you did a bunch of that last year, didn't you?
1: Um, those just, well, more or less one ginormous fucking project just landed in my lap, um, for this dude that owns the Miller distribution company in Greensboro. Um, so that one landed in my lap and then I started researching like Christmas light installations, how that works and whatnot like there is so much money to be made in installing Christmas lights, like commercial grade Christmas lights for just people that have money to do it. Like people that are willing to spend a grand or two to go put up Christmas lights. So me and the guys we were looking at, we're like, if we can do this right, because there's no company in Greensboro that does it. There's one in Charlotte. There's one in Raleigh. There's nobody in Greensboro. Greensboro is a very rapidly expanding market. Um, So we're going to push heavy and see what we can do this year And it might just be we shut off our calendar for DJ events in November and December and just do fucking Christmas light shit. There's not much going on in those times anyways.
2: Both of y'all are in Greensboro? Yeah. Yeah. Is that the same uh, town as Justin Reed?
1: No, he's in Greenville. He's
0: he's about
2: three hours away. Okay.
1: South Carolina. Gotcha.
2: That's right. That's right.
1: Yeah, Greensboro. We got got Joe Bunn over here in Raleigh right next to us about an hour, hour, hour and a half away. Okay. And then you got all the guys down in Charlotte which is about an hour down south. So we're we're in a cool spot. Mm-hmm. I love this and, spot uh, cuz you can tar- target Raleigh and Charlotte at the same time. It's a good and
2: prime. Greensboro is growing pretty rapidly right now, right? Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: I mean it's it's fair size for sure.
1: At least on the the horizon for Greensboro, Toyota just announced their billion dollar uh electric EV plant is going to be here in Greensboro, North Carolina. Um and boom, it's a new supersonic jet company that's going to like the Condor. Um, yep. it's a new company that has a more energy efficient one. Their manufacturing facility will be here in Greensboro, wow. utilizing our runway. So, I don't know if you knew those two things. I did. The
2: now, Rick, you still have your day job? Day job still there?
1: So, I, did I ever update you that I quit the one and started a mm So, I quit Goodyear in October. Um, I was actively looking from August. Of last year August was my birthday so it was like life-changing time like it was just too much of a time commitment uh, found a new company in uh, Burlington which is only 30 minutes away I was driving an hour um, okay. so less commute same money and I gained an extra week of vacation and their vacation scheme is like a uh, you accrue it so I just gain more and more and more it's not like a use it lose it scheme which is nice Um, so I can go negative and I can go positive throughout the year as I need to be. Um, Are
2: you, uh, you still on the engineering
1: side? Yeah. So I'm, I'm engineering. I I don't have to work weekends anymore either. I had to do one weekend a month. Um, but that kind of, so I was at a a breaking point at Goodyear that like I was either going to find a new job or I was going to quit and go full time because I couldn't do both at that point. Uh, Right now, this job has got enough perks on the vacation and the flexibility, and now I have like a dedicated hour lunch that I can go sit down at a shop and do emails and shit and keep the business running, Um, and I've hired more people, so I put myself in a position now that I'll be able to maintain until we get into the stupid, busy fall season. Um, So I'll have another self-reflection probably about August of this year if I want to continue doing that ever just because i could do it now La- last year was the first year i've ever made more money in my company and all the other facets of shit i'm doing uh than i do in my personal day job so one year it's hard to just be like yeah i'll go for it i just had one great year <laughs> mm-hmm. you want to make sure that's my yeah, so i, I just want to make sure and we're off to a hell of a damn start in 2022 i've been very impressed with just the awesome, bookings man. and everything so Hopefully of y'all I'll be
2: both man. Both of y'all are killing it. What's on
1: your horizon? I mean you Uh,
2: kinda... you know, um, for me getting operating procedures in place is a is a big one. Uh because as like as the company grows, we're like putting these building blocks together. If we can just get there's some big stuff coming, um and the, the pieces are there, uh, but we need to have like some, some formality in how we're going about it. If we're so it comes be, easy. If it, if, yeah if it's if we're gonna be a business let's let's do it right you go to walmart they've got orientation you go through all all your shit whenever you get hired Mm -hmm. off uh so why not there's a reason why uh glenn is is has talked to me a bunch about operating procedures and essentially being a you know if you've got these systems in place you can start to retract and pull yourself away a little bit more which is where which is where i'm at because you know um uh you know i I don't come from much uh i don't i I grew up poor uh i've been homeless right now is shit's the best it's ever been Mm -hmm. um and i think i've i've reached a point to where i i want to like not work 120 hours in a week you know i don't want to have to hustle as hard uh if i can get these procedures in place i can retract uh a a little bit away from the company that way i can spend more time with my family you know i got a a almost two-year-old boy um you know and now we're thinking about the next kid and we just two years old now
1: uh, what's that he's two years old now
2: yeah it'd be two in may man it just like fucking time moves so quick and oh my uh, god and and me not having a dad growing up like my main focus number one is my wife number two is my kid number three is the business uh but i'm uh in in reality and this is this is me being honest in reality it's more like business mm-hmm. kid you know it's just that's the entrepreneur so much shit you know there's there's so much shit going on on the business i'm trying to maintain and, and make it grow and everybody's got dreams and aspirations uh but i can't i can't grow the thing until there's a little bit more structure in it um yeah and not that's not that's, that's not to say we're making good money uh, and we're staying busy. Um, and, but at the same time, the, the busier we get, the less I want to work. If that makes sense. Yep. Um, so I'm trying to make uh, for 2022 get procedures in place where uh, the, the wedding event side is as passive as possible. I don't have to fuck with it at all. That's the goal. Sounds like I wanna, you talk to I wanna...
1: Eric over here about making some improvements. To up eric, let's <laughs> eric let's stop
2: eric let's stop um but um, yeah i, I think make the, the the event side as passive as possible um and then from there i really want to you know especially especially 2023 because that's when our business loan starts to really die down and we'll have a little bit more money in our pockets and essentially nice. we can do whatever we want to if the business if the event side is passive Uh, I can focus all my attention on growing the production stuff because again, at the end of the day, I want to, I want to tour and, and, uh, and do, I want to throw rock, rock shows for 20,000 people. Ultimately that's the goal for me. Uh Uh, So this year it's, it's getting procedures in place to where I can pull away from the event side, really focus uh, on my home and family life and uh, put more of my professional attention towards uh, the production side of things. That's awesome.
1: That's awesome, man. System structure. It's literally one of the biggest things in any business it's, that is overlooked, not, and, and it's the most important. As
0: you grow, it's just like you realize the screws are not tight. The screws crack. are right. You, you, you were the screws <laughs> as you expand. And that would be like you realize that. Tightening that, that shit yeah. down,
2: and that's uh, well. you know that's one of those things. Um, there's a book called two second lean or 2% lean. A lot of people need to need to just, it's talking about sha- shaving two or three seconds off of a thing that you're doing. Um, and then you can put systems in place to, to make that shit work um, mm-hmm. stuff like that, which isn't incredibly sexy um, is starting to excite me more. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not me a too. numbers guy. I'm ter- I, I used oh, to be I terrible numbers. with money. Um, but now that like the, we're working at numbers that I've never seen before, uh, (laughs) it's like, okay, so we're making good money. How can we cut our expenses to make more money? Right.
0: Getting into (laughs) the, once you set that bar, you got to double the bar. I hear that.
2: It's like, uh, it's like hitting, hitting that stride to where, uh, you you're for the longest time I was so focused on, um, not going broke. Now that I know I'm not going broke, it's all about how can I maximize my time and my energy to make me the most money mm-hmm. uh, and And I used to think that was like a super conceited like fucked up thing to say because money's not everything, it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, I want a Tesla too. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it's a good measurement of
0: you got that uh, big fan- success. You know, I mean, it is. Or, you know, right, you at know. least in business, it's a it's a metric to track. It's a metric. You, <laughs> it's I metric.
1: mean, you got that boss truck though.
2: Yeah, man. You know, it's, I bet your truck costs you more than it's my, not Tesla. my It's my boss's. You know, I just. I, like I, I back,
1: was wondering if you catch my little joke. I didn't want. I didn't want to be rude or anything. God. But like that was. No, dude, that 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 irked me so much when I read that. But anyways, yeah. No, your truck probably does cost more than his Tesla. I'm sure it does. Sure it does.
2: No, I got a good deal on it, man. He no, got a good actually, deal on his too. It. I got a fucking good deal. On it. <laughs> he didn't buy new now than it is that when I bought it 2 years ago. I found that truck uh it, I guess this year will be 2 years that I've had it. Found it on the internet, uh flew to uh, Atlanta, drove it home, paid 45 grand for it. Uh okay. I got a call from a dealership uh like a month ago they want to give because you can't find a you can't fucking get a dually truck right now it's just
1: no you can't it's
2: crazy it's, it's crazy insane. uh they offered me i bought it for 45 they offered me 62,000 for it Damn. but the problem is you can't find you one can't. So you're uh yeah, yeah. It's, they uh, they
1: did the that, same with my fucking Tacoma because they can't they can't keep them on the lot. They call me like, yeah, we'll watch. give you fifty grand for the Tacoma. I'm like, I only bought it for forty. So. I'm sure
2: you would. Or they want to put you in a brand new vehicle. Like
1: they want to put in you in a vehicle you don't want.
2: <laughs> right. It's it's uh it's either that or you can find they'll order you a new one. And sure, we'll order you new one. Uh, you won't have payments for six months. We'll do it at 0% interest. And then you ask them what the price of the vehicle is. Oh, it's $110,000. No thanks. Right. I'm out. Yeah. fuck mm-hmm. that. I'm out. I'm not. Uh, at this point, Eric, I'm not going to allow you to stay on this podcast. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. I know how important that first week is. It's, yeah. it, it's life-changing. Yeah. Get home. All right.
1: Well, this was great. I think we had a lot of good nuggets and a lot of good information spread in this let's do it podcast. Soon. Yeah, we're, we we said the same thing for bar. We're gonna have to like put people on a cycle rotation here because we have a lot of good people that know a lot of stuff and have some. good well, – I need to get G money on here.
0: I just like to get on here and shoot the shit. You know? shoot that's the shit. that's the best like,
1: part we about say this. a
0: topic and then it's uh, is it really? It's shoot the it, shit. Yeah, it's, right. it's just like
2: going to a DJ convention. Right. I go to conventions to I learn. I mean,
1: well, I'm going to Marquee this learn. year.
2: I'm going. I'm going to <laughs> fuck with people. You know, hang out with our boys. Yeah. Well, you Are you going to Vegas? No.
1: No. Okay. Uh,
2: I'm gonna be in Nashville. Do this in Nashville. Okay, doing right. any of them?
1: You donate. You go to Atlantic or anything? Uh,
2: I'm. I need to go to Atlantic City. I've been trying to get there two years now. I had a plane ticket and a ticket to go, but Same. COVID uh, messed that up. I want to check out. I think I want to hit Midwest DJs. I, I was I've,
1: I've always thinking about. I've going always that
2: heard one. that's a good show. Uh, I need to go to uh, DJ Expo in Atlantic City. Uh, Marquee. I'm kind of i'm kind of on the fence yeah what do y'all think
0: i'm I, i'm speaking at marquee this year I'm not you're going, speaking at marquee yeah um, very good man and midwest i mean it was really good but the last time uh the my competitor to our automate your djp was like a sponsor so they like shut down any discussion of that um mm. And I mean, and and you legit, have a, you have on their a competitor. End. I was not mad about it with them, but I was like, well, I don't, I'm not. I didn't gonna. even know you had a competitor. <laughs> yeah, if, if I can't, no,
2: if I can't come and, and present or be a sponsor, are they actually
1: worth it? Anyways, bro. we need to get Eric off here. Yeah, <laughs> we keep talking all the right, shit, all but all <laughs> right. we need to do more of this. This was extremely fun. Um, everyone put ones in the chat that are on here. Everyone that watches this later on, leave a comment down below what you guys thought about having Mr. John Simmons, DJ Wu Pig, in the building. Talking about his amazing production success, he's getting into. Um, yeah.
2: Eric. We'll dive deeper next time.
1: We, we'll, we definitely will. Until Keep this ball rolling. Time. Until next right, time, boys. though, appreciate everyone. Uh, let me roll over here. I need to get a stream deck or something. Yeah. But I got to roll over here Let's and.
0: Scroll to the laptop.
1: Uh. <laughs> One second. Uh.